This week on the Government Name Podcast, 50-year-old child support. Arrested for an error. Dead ass beat that ass on a New York City train. 90-year-old says, get them leaves off my yard, girl. Mile High Rape Club. What? We talked about it. Yeah, I know, but damn. Mile High Rape Club? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and we also talk about us. Is it worth your while? Or did he play us? Or did he cut us away from our doppelganger? We should just get out. I stay woke. Nah, I'm going to sleep. Uh, all that and more. This week's Coming Name Podcast. Yeah, I got five on it. At the beginning of the movie, there is a reference to Thriller. I'm curious, in light of what's going on, did you have any conversations with the studio about that image in the movie? No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a tone setter. And, um, and so the, I think it, uh, it sets a, a, a chilling tone, but one of much uh, duality. I'm also ha- proud that I get to to do this. I get to put this beautiful family on screen and and reap the benefits of it. And decide that they don't have to die in the first five minutes. Which yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's uh, that's a big piece of the of the puzzle uh, too. I think part of the reasons uh, black people have been uh, you know relegated to certain archetypes in these movies and certainly horror movies is is you know we haven't uh, allowed black auteurs to make movies we haven't invested in minority talent um and and so you know we're, we're in an era now where the realization that there is good good business and good story um regardless of who's telling the story is it makes this a very exciting era to be a, a filmmaker so Get Out really did for, for you as a director, put you in that position where you, you could dictate what happens next. You mm, know? Yes. You didn't play it safe. You know, this is, this. if you kind of forgive the word, it's, it's a wacky idea. There's some, some wacky mm-hmm. ideas in this. Did you have any kind of sort of reticence about how to follow up that film? It's, it's such a weight on your shoulders, surely. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Get Out was, was create, you know, was so out of the box because uh, I... I was making it for me. I, I didn't. I, several years in that script, I, I thought I was writing a script for me to read <laughs> and to get better as a writer and to entertain myself with. Oh, this would be the best movie if someone would ever make it. Um, that was the project. So when you know when it when that movie worked and and the, and the, and the fa- fantastic response uh, came. Uh, you know, I knew I had to sort of return to this idea of write write a movie for you, write a movie for you to read, yeah, um, and 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 then trust that uh, people would dig it. In that case, I worry about what goes on in your head, Jordan. I've got to say some very very <laughs> dark <laughs> dark things. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cole Jackson and the one and only Shogun, and we are the Governor Podcast. Your Whoop. checks and balances and social commentary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Assholes. We're back. We're back. We got new equipment, so we don't know what the fuck going on right now. So yeah, he changed everything, y'all. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna put it on. Ain't that you. just like a man? Yeah, blame you for everything. There you go. Look. So, so what happened was on the, in the start of this episode, maybe three hours ago, we <laughs> we uh <laughs> we were ready to record and start. Oh man, I did hear it that time. I flooded it. See? We were ready to record and start this episode, but then right. when we plugged our mixer in, the mixer wouldn't power up. So we're like, fuck. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So what we did, we went to Guitar Center and said, "Hey man, you got a cable for this mixer?" And the so guy was, "Nah, it's pretty specific." Yeah, they didn't even look. They didn't even try. Nah, he looked. No, he looked at you. 
He looked at <laughs> shit that I was holding. And he was like, nah, nigga, we don't even sell that. <laughs> For so, niggas only. And so what do we have to do? We ended up uh, convincing <laughs> him. Making life decisions. Yeah, we did make some <laughs> life decisions. Next paycheck, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, next paycheck. But uh, we needed it a bit. I mean, we, we had. So Shogun being the level headed one this time around was like, uh, this we, got, we got options. We got options, man. Yeah, we got man. the Blue Yetis, man. We can do that. And I was like, I don't like how that sounds. We did a whole year that. using the Blue Yeti mics. No, but I didn't like. It ain't this. What you mean? You know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. That's why Yeti, I asked the, the question. Blue, the Blue Yeti sound is not this sound. The Blue Yeti sound just as clear. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Okay. I, just, I like this. I, maybe I'm just a bougie nigga now. I, I guess. Oh, shit. Bougie nigga. This, so, this, we basically said, I will. He was like, fuck it, man. Let's just go. Because we got to replace it anyway. So, we just yeah, got our, the mix, the old mixer was uh, rattling every time we would plug it in. It was, it was on his last leg. Did you get that thing new? Mm-hmm. I thought you did. Why was the shit rattling? It wasn't rattling when we first got it. Oh, I thought it was. No, it wasn't rattling when we first got it. But if, if it did what it had to do, I might still be able to like it, save it or do something with it. So it fuck it. But, uh, yep. Hey, what's happening? What's going on, man? Uh, how nothing, you, man. How, was, how um, has your week been? I, no, no. I got to start with my black woman quotes. It's the last black week. Wo- black woman quotes. So, so this is for all the wonderful wonderful young women who uh listen to our podcast it's woman Mm -hmm. history month this is last week of woman history month so Mm -hmm. i am about to do my black woman quotes for the week all right so the first one comes from wilma rudolph Mm. and she says that the triumph can't be had without the struggle okay 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 i'm on that shit okay i'm on that shit and my second quote came from you Mary- don't never tell us anything about these quotes. What made you pick that one? Look, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just struggle? Yes. Haven't we just trial? That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> so got to use these quotes to no, emphasize your forces. No, look. Everybody goes through a struggle. A struggle. A struggle? <laughs> a struggle. Sometimes it's a struggle. But everybody goes through a struggle. Right. But the triumph is overcoming that struggle. Okay. And we're going to talk about we some had, of those. We had a struggle and then we got a triumph. Oh, I went through a struggling week this week. Oh, shit. Struggling. Right. So, my next quote is from Marion Wright Edelman. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're not obligated to win. You're obligated to keep trying to do the best you can every day. You hear that, Jordan Peele? You gonna do that? I'm you gonna, doing it. You gonna do? You gonna be like that? Yes. Okay, I can't wait to have this discussion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, those are those are my black women quotes for the for the last week of Women History Month. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. I didn't get no feedback on that. Nobody got my DMs to show me. How many other love. podcasts is talking about black women or actually women in Women's History Month? That's right. That's what I'm saying. Nobody right. else is doing this. That's we right. We taking times out, ladies, to represent you. Not That's to right. represent you, but to embrace That's you. That's right. Not love. We taking our time out to embrace you Wait, lovingly. Did you say something bad? Yeah, I did. Oh, I was about to. Me too, ass nigga. <laughs> Damn. See, I had uh, tried to clean it up, and then you threw it right back up under the bus. That <laughs> nigga backed up. Beep, beep, beep. I'm sorry. Anyway, ladies, we are one of the few who are actually 
You go on your R&B voice. I did. That's what you use when you fuck up and you try to apologize yeah. without apologizing. It's like, ladies. It's like, look. I just need you to know. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I go through some things sometimes in my life and I need you here to, you know, Correct me you when I'm used wrong. That before, nah, I just I just made have, this up. You had, you that shit like, worked, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> Your ass is like, damn, I, I apologize. Half the hoes. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga apologizing. He need this shit. Half the hoes, ain't <laughs> it? Always. What was that first quote? <laughs> the, struggling <laughs> to triumph, nigga. <laughs> I went from poverty to possibly. <laughs> Hashtag hustle everything. <laughs> Fuck you, Jordan Peele. <laughs> wow. Uh. So, I, so you at? How was your week? <laughs> oh, you start. We gonna start with you. All right, man. Can we chill last. Week? I don't even know if we chill. I don't last even week. know. You want to just throw let's it in? Chill, just let's chill now. Fuck <laughs> What's going on? What is wrong with it? Chilling out. Hey, listeners, we are part of a website of a story. <laughs> extraordinary individuals. Most of those <laughs> individuals have podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by BYNKRadio.net Podcast Network, where we have some of the best podcasts on the internet. Every Tuesday, Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson bring you the checks and balances of social commentary. Every Wednesday and Thursday, you have the social introvert with Sid Davis bringing you music, bringing you pop culture, bringing you some of the popular stories happening in the news right now. And on Fridays, we have Rain Coleman, Carefree Black Nerd. If you're looking for black nerd culture, Carefree Black Nerd has what you're looking for. TV shows, comic books, movies, anything in black nerd culture you're looking for, Rain Coleman has it for you. BYNKRadio.net, indie hip hop, indie culture. Indie hip hop, indie hey. culture. All right. So, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. We still getting used to the new equipment. You can probably hear, uh, the, see how the sausages are made. Yeah, a lot of the stuff we got to do live and on Fuck the we fly. Do it live, we do it live. I guess so. Uh, but- my week's been pretty interesting, man. Um, last week I kind of snapped at my manager. I had a clash with my manager. Like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> damn. So in my notes, I wrote down <laughs> clashes with manager. I can do thirty thousand things above and beyond, but the one time I forget to do one thing, he's sending me emails and dang. He's sending me emails. That was him then, wasn't it? No, that was that was my homie Tag. Shout out to Tag. He's sending me emails and having phone calls with me. So, um, I don't know if I want to talk about this now, but this was the first thing in my notes. I just there's many different styles of management, and half of it is based on interpretation. Myself, Ooh. I think I've gotten too comfortable and complacent at my current position mm-hmm. that I'm like, nigga, you can't tell me nothing. And I'm that's like a that scary that's job. a scary place to be in because you gotta respect the roles of authority. And you be feeling you be reckless as fuck. That's I what feel, I'm saying. I like, feel like that in my job too. I'm the same way. I had to check myself. I'm like, damn, man, what you doing? <laughs> like, this dude done helped you out so many times. Why you jumping down mad at him? Because can't nobody do what you do. Because I fucked up. Like I was the one who did shit wrong. And he was just doing his job. And then I'm like, nigga, you don't you know, I'm like, I ain't say nigga, of course, but like, I was I'm just the like, best nigga you got him. Yeah, I'm getting too bold, <laughs> too too That's cocky. Right. I'm like that in my job. I'm I am I am one of the best, but I'm, I'm replaceable. The nigga that you need to fuck I'm not with I'm my, not Beyonce. I'm not irreplaceable. I am replaceable. I so I had to I apologize and I was like, yo, man, I don't I don't know. But he's like, he he we always agree at the end of the day, but I have to respect the role because he's like, yo. I feel you. He always called me by my last name. He's like, I feel you, Greenwood. But at the same time, we got jobs that we got to do. You know, the company's expecting him to 
stay, you know, stay to a certain level. And so it's the same for me. Mm-hmm. So no matter how great that I feel, if I'm not doing what the company is requiring of us, what am I here for? Mm. And so my main <laughs> takeaway from that whole conversation was I said, I don't work for a metric. The only metric I care about is my paycheck. Oh, okay. So in that same statement, money motivates you. Well, in that same statement, I'm contradictory because I said, I don't work for a metric, but the only metric that I work for is my paycheck. In that, in saying, in sense saying that I do work for a metric. Hmm. So it's interesting, just, my nigga. It's just kind of the situations that I've, I've been in. And also, <laughs> retro, retrospective, having a little bit of retrospective. No, I don't, I don't want to say that. Looking back hindsight. at hindsight, in hindsight, looking at my life. And, you know, I've been on Tinder for a long time. Mm. Like, I've had some success stories, some. I'm sure you have. Nothing like that. I ain't. I, have I smashed anybody off of Tinder? No. Nah. No, I haven't. I you haven't. Probably just touched your penis, which is okay. You know. So I, I, if you, if you, if you said yes, now if you said no and they touch your penis, that's a completely different sort mm. of situation. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, did you say so, yes? So you could be me too. I'm also. just gonna move right along. So <laughs> why? So I was looking at my Instagram. Like most of the people that I connect with on on Tinder, right. I've become Instagram friends with Insta, them. Right? Insta friends, yeah, Insta friends. And so as I was swiping last week, I saw two of my Tinder. No, it's about three of them now. My previous Tinder swipes that mm-hmm. we faded off and hadn't communicated. Now in like relationships. And I felt some type of way. I was like, look at this bitch. That could have been me. Yeah. Now you don't want to act right. They just wanted to fuck you. No, it's clearly on me. Oh. <laughs> I'm the one that said no. <laughs> to the relationship, to the fucking. To both. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I got issues. That's but, all right. It's okay, so, man. It was just kind of human. Yeah. It's just kind of weird because one of my friends, one one of my swipes. Got proposed to the other day. God damn that! Fan. And I was just—that's kind of where I was coming from. I was like, we was just exchanging DMs no less than six months ago, and you already proposing or that's being proposed to? Pussy to make a motherfucker. Propose. It makes me think that you've already been talking to this person the whole time. That's so. a being pussy. Oh, I'm mean, sorry, ladies. Vagina. Women's History Month. <laughs> so would that make you having a mean pussy? Would that make you want to? No, 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 no. Mean. Oh, pussy. We're, well, we're here. We're now. there. You we're said there it. Now. I'm not editing that out. We're here now. So okay. having a mean pussy would that make? I'm sorry. God damn. Did man. I hit you? <laughs> yeah, I you, need my foot. You ruffling rip. me up. <laughs> yeah, take this shit. Having a mean pussy would that actually make you stay in a relationship? Who me? Yeah, you. Who else? I'm talking How mean to? is it? A mean pussy, the is way it, that you just said, where the nigga was ready to propose. Is it about as mean as Cardinal McGregor? Is or it, is it as mean as. as it's uh, about as mean as Fiend's as, uh, first album. As, uh, as, uh, as Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart ain't mean. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> How mean is it? Like, I need I need to know levels. It's levels to this shit. You had the shot. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, okay. Let me be honest here. Please. I've stayed because the sex was good. Damn. I know I'm shallow as fuck, but that's okay. Everybody's fucking. <laughs> I'm not. Well, well, we're not. <laughs> we're not both ways, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm not. And I'm like, we're not. We're not either. But anyway, um, no, everybody likes sex. Yeah, I love like, it. I've on, I'm on Spank Bang all the time. So I'm, I'm always talking about somebody's big titties. So what is it? Is it a connection? 
Uh, yeah. I'm I'm afraid of connection too. Like, not really. More so, failure again. I think that's my hang up. Mm. I think that I want to invest time and effort, and then that shit see go my down whole the thing. Drain. Honestly, man, was fuck I was, you, Jordan Peele. Like, <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm know, getting there. I know. We like, let it let it gradually come okay. to where it needs to go. <laughs> really like storytelling we should gradually build up until have a fucking climax oh wait we're not doing that in this episode all right (laughs) anyway oh we're just talking about us yeah you're terrible double on time so i know um for me i think the biggest thing was i was afraid of rejection Mm. so my whole thing now is i'm shooting my shot when i when i can so I, i like i said i've i've asked people three people out in the last three months Hopefully, I can get another. Uh, ask somebody What's else. What's your percentages? Zero. Mm. Yeah, you are a hundred percent. I'm I'm shooting like the nigga that the living man on the bench. That's a basketball term for people who know sports. I, I that knew. means I ain't I ain't even in the game. I know because there's not an eleventh man. Yeah, it is. It's twelve players on the basketball. But he's on the team. bench. He's not in the game. Right. That's what I'm saying. There you go. All right. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me. Uh, as rejection and then the people who accept aren't the people i want like mm-hmm. i had that situation happen to me this past week when we get finished with your week i'm gonna tell you about my week <laughs> it's always the ones you don't want our levels look weird but ah anyway. fuck it we're gonna it's, so it's what it is what it is okay no i'm just um, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck going on so this week man i really didn't have a lot of time dedicated to Finding funny self-care. stories. Well, no, I had some self care. <laughs> <laughs> Above all else, food, self care. Um, so I, I got some. I got minimal material, but I think for the most part, I want to talk about what's going on with the show and everything. Um, so as I often do, I try. Wait, did we finish that topic? What topic? Um, about the tw- yeah, I had a question about your online dates and buddies and whatnot. Do you still have friends with the people that you've connected with throughout these dating sites and just Oh no, nah, fuck them. No. Okay. I, I was just that. wondering how so, do you feel when, I'm a, Oh, go ahead. How do you feel after your little encounters and your situations are done? I don't feel shit. Hmm. Pimping don't feel. Damn. <laughs> the pimping don't feel, cuz. This is a <laughs> this sounds like a great movie. He's a hard pimp raised on a, the mean streets who has no feelings. But he wants to fall in love and doesn't know how. <laughs> Duality. Directed by Jordan Peele. <laughs> Shit's gonna suck. My doppelganger is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that sounds like a way better movie already. <laughs> I'm pimping. Well, I'm simping. <laughs> the tale of two cities. Directed by Jordan Peele. <laughs> You are gonna be like this the whole episode because of that fucking movie, aren't you? Basically, no, nah, man. I don't. I don't have no connections with nobody that I linked up with. Mm. The only people that I know that I could, that I still kind of have a little bit of a connection with is the people that I kind of, uh, I've asked out. One of them mm-hmm. red flagged me, but we still, Damn. we still kind of cool. When we cool, like if I see her, I'm gonna still be like, "What's up?" I'm not no. I ain't no. So I've always wondered. Whatever. Since she red flagged you, did she red flag me in the process? Because I be saying the same shit you be saying. Oh, wait. That wasn't the reason she red flags you, though. Nah. Okay. I thought it was a podcast situation. Nah, nigga. This is me being dumb. I mean, we all be dumb sometimes. I know. Sometimes you go to the door and get your back taken. 
<laughs> All episode. This is the whole episode. I can't wait. What else you got? All right. So the next thing that I was thinking of this week was um. So as I often do, I like to share this podcast with people. There you go. I directly talk to folks and be like, you know what? I got a podcast. Right. Check it out. I'm an asshole, and I'm gonna talk some shit. Right. Let me know how you feel. So one of our brand new listeners, shout out to you. Hi, brand was, new listener. She was listening to the show, and she told me she had to fast forward. What? Yeah. She had to fast forward through the intro, and when we were talking about like we're doing now, how, we, how our week was. So you don't care about our week? She fast new forward listener? through that, and she went straight to Wait, the rundown. Hold on. No, no, I'm fast you don't forward. Care, you don't care about our week? No. So it you took have us, the audacity she said not it, to take time to care about what we what what we're going through? Yeah. That's some bullshit. She said it took us too long to get into the show. Right, cuz we're we cuz we we're going to we're new. First episode she listened to was last week's episode. Oh. And so she said it took us too long to get into. It. Now granted, I do have long intros when music is playing and whatnot. Sometimes I like to build up into the show and then get into it. But that's I like talking to them. it it humanizes us when we talk about well, what we've done in our lives. And and then also to explain how our show is constructed, we usually latch on to something in that early conversation and keep doing callbacks throughout the whole show to bring it back to that joke at the beginning. Right. Like if you had gold scissors, you can snatch. You That's know, what I was going to say. It. You can mm-hmm. always keep relying on us because we're going to keep going back to that beginning joke right. throughout the whole episode. But unlike us, ours is going to be successful. Right. And us is me talking about that movie. I think us is successful. We are successful. I mean, yes. no, I mean, us, the movie is going to be successful. Successfully at not telling a great story. Unless you cut it. Mm, they should have cut that shit out. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, should have got out. I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she said she had to fast forward throughout the beginning talk. She just I'm wanted to hear the news. And I said that she's missing out on a lot of gems. Great conversations. But from this, I said I will now start implementing timestamps. So now, let me. Timestamp. Yeah, I know. What? Timestamps have been something that I've played around with from the beginning. to. You the like end. doing it, don't you? I do like doing it because it kind of gives you a reference point of where you want to jump to. Just in case you have people who want to miss out on all these gems. But. Some of our best content is from the higher your week is part of the show. I think so, so too. new listeners, let me go hit, through. A sh- I'm going to go through a structure of how our show is set up. The first part of the show is the tunnels. this week. You <laughs> <laughs> know, we, we're going to lead you to the tunnels. But the, this week is where we give you a, a small snippet of some of the topics that we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Then from there, we go into the actual intro of the show. Intro of the show might be skits, it might be music, it might be both. From there, we're going to go to the shilling part of the show. Shilling is where we're going to tell you about what is BYNK. And then all of the affiliates of BYNK, which is our podcast. Shout out to Sid, shout out to Rain. Shout out to Jasmine Blue, one of our bloggers. Congratulations also. There you go. Um, Then after we talk about that, we usually go into how our week has been. And that's where we enjoy most of the, the conversation. After that, we go to what you've been listening to, which mm-hmm. is where we talk about music. Mm-hmm. After what you've been listening to, we talk about the meat of the week, which is the rundown. Oh, I thought we were talking about my penis. I mean, meat of the week. That does sound like a, a gay calendar. 
<laughs> like, I, we should probably sell some of these. Like, I don't know if you know some gay Ooh. niggas that would like to pose, but I could sell the gay calendars to somebody. Somebody, somebody will take it. Somebody will buy Exactly. <laughs> That'll be the name of it. Somebody will take somebody it. Somebody will take it. <laughs> <laughs> Meet of the week. Meet of the week. <laughs> anyway. Nasty Nate. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no, no. You're Damn jungle it. bush of love. I'm I'm seriously thinking about trying to put that together. <laughs> Meet of the week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't I don't know enough gay guys that would be willing to do stuff like that. Do they have to be I'm gay? sure. People no, be gay I for mean, pay? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, meat of the week could be both. Who am I to assume that it has to be just gays? Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. You're right. Meat of the week. It could be like the black version of Playboy. Damn. Was that hustle? Hustle. Damn it, you're fucking intelligent. I'm giving shit. away. So look at all these people. These see, gems. see if you fast forward and you meet up, miss all this. Yeah, you all get, this meaty content. You get meat of the week. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so we're fucking geniuses, or something like it. We can have our own. Ain't that right, Jordan Peele? <laughs> I could make a movie, especially if you could. All right, so the new listeners. I, after that, we do the rundown. The rundown is where we talk about. Show top, not that's, show topics, but just weekly. That's our, that's our social commentary. Yeah, social commentary. That's our checks and balances part. And then finally, we do quick hits. Quick hits is where we do the wrap up of the week. We just find those quick topics, funny headlines, and we just go off from there. Right. And then we end the show. We try to wrap that up in a nice package of two hours. We try to keep it varying. We keep changing it. So kind of like you know. a plot of a, a movie. Yeah, we, we well, it changes. It varies. It definitely should vary. Two sets of people. It should have rules that it doesn't break too. But you our break sh- the rules all the time. We definitely break the rules, but within reason. Mm. Mm. Jordan. So that is the flow of our show, and we're gonna try to stick with it. And I understand if you're a new listener, you don't want to go through all this. We'll have timestamps. If you're listening to it on, I have a, a podcast app called Pod Attic. And with the timestamp, yeah, I, I did forget. <laughs> with the timestamps being in the description, if you press it, you can jump directly to that. I tried it on one episode already. You can press the timestamps and it'll let you jump directly to that part of the episode. That comes in handy for people like this new listeners. So thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us feedback. And also, the other question she had was Do we ever have females on our show? We do. And she was like, "But why don't you step up to the plate if you're listening to this? Well, that was the other, on, and get on our podcast since you uh, got some some stuff on your chest. I'm gangster. I don't give a fuck. No, nah, we're just gonna let you get it all out. Oh, I'm, I'm I, I can definitely reach out to her and see if come she wants to come on. Come on. She did say she wanted to start her own podcast, and I, oh, I yeah. kind of chuckled yeah. at that. Yeah, I was like, everybody wants to do it, but it ain't easy. Well, come. I tell you what, you want you want to put your skills to the test. Come on, government podcast. Right. I think that's pretty much it. How has your week been, sir? Oh, wait, wait. One last thing. I'm sorry. I got ripped off last week. Wow. I went to a gas station, right? Mm-hmm. I was in Homewood, went to a gas station. My total was $1.87, right? Mm-hmm. So I gave the dude $2 and he gave me three cents. And I said, hey, have a good day. <laughs> the nigga got your hand for a dime. <laughs> right? See how quick you did the math? That motherfucker said, mm. I did the math too. I did the math. And I knew it was wrong, and I got it. And when I looked at it in my hand, I looked at him. He looked at me, and he was walking away. And it was an Asian dude, and I was like, "Am I really gonna get upset about a dime?" But if you got ten people like that, that's see, that's why we we nigga, boys, because nigga, if he look get how 10 much people, money he ten dimes, he done got a whole dollar. Look at that, hmm. half the holes, half the holes. See, Treat so if with- he get a hundred people, guess what he got? Oh, exactly. Yeah, he got he in the money. Oh. So nigga, do you? 
Yeah, well, I was gonna ask, do you count your change? But damn, you did the math as you saw the change fall yeah, into your hand. You wanna know why? Cause that motherfucker got. I, know you, I don't trust you. Know? you. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust your ass. Right. You think I'm stupid? Yeah. Even if it's right, I don't trust you. So like, should I have this. gone back and got my ten cent dime? How important was that dime? It wasn't that important to me. Well, there you go. I didn't really care. See, but I was just, you just like, contributed. It was to really, it was really that he, he tried me, and I was like, wait, did he do it because I was black and he figured I wouldn't count, or did he do it because he just do this all the time, or he just didn't feel like giving me a dime? Did he miscount? So I'm sitting there going through like all these different scenarios. Always just, go with the racist part. I try not. <laughs> Always I, just use the racist card. I honestly like, don't like. Just racist. I don't like using the race card. That's just me. What about the classism part of it? Classism is true, but I mean, he broke too. He working. But he might own that place. That nigga was working. He might have got that dime and then he always. Well, if he need that dime, then business is bad. So he got a gas station. How bad can business be? Shit, I don't know. Gas stations don't make money off the gas, they make money off the merchandise on the inside. What'd you get for a dollar something? Some chips and shit. Like, (laughs) actually, it was some peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I ain't had no there lunch. You, you should have did that with George Washington Carver. Hey, for real. Just right. crushed it up and made me a sandwich. No, you just got your dime back for that. Oh, but off, he off the invented, strength. He, yeah, he invented peanut butter, though. That don't even matter. Yeah. Cotton gin? Nah, that don't matter. Shit yeah. Hmm. So, how your week been, bro? Still trying to figure out how to do it for George Washington Carver. Just do it for the strength. Nah, dude. anyway. <laughs> Race. Exactly. Um. Hey, man, my week was pretty straight, man. Um. So. I wanted to start off with this story. All right. Like, okay. So, I met this chick yeah. in Ollie's. Mm-hmm. So, I met her in Ollie's, right? So, I got up early, went to Ollie's, doing my shopping, doing my morning shopping. Oh, right. Man, you know, I got I got a buggy because I knew I had to get some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to get some shit up in that bitch. Then I got that, and then my cart was really fucked up. Mm. So By I that, had, you're saying the wheels kind of crooked or something yeah the wheel wasn't even moving mm. but i was like fuck it i ain't got that much shit to get so i'm just gonna get what i need to get so the the woman was like you need to put that throw that card away and i was like oh bitch okay hey how you doing right, she was right. like uh you need you need to just get rid of that she was like it ain't even moving did oh. she uh so i looked at her and i was like she all right let me get a little closer look see what's going on with that okay no so, mustache so i'm no mustache all right we in the game okay uh, nice, nice set of boobs. Yes, yes. Uh, so I walk over. You know what I'm saying? Saying what's up to her. What's up? Hey, what up? How you doing? Hey. And then she was like, "You need to just get rid of that cart." She said, "You can put all your stuff in my cart." Oh. I was like, "I said if I put stuff in your cart, you got to pay for it." She's like, "I don't care about that. I'm getting my tire tire. I'm getting some new tires right now. Going on a trip." I said, like, "Oh, okay. okay. Did so you we, let her pay for so it?" Let me talk, nigga. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I need to know the important shit. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> so, um, so we was talking, and then I was, I, I scanned, I was scanning. So, I seen. Mm-hmm. So here's what my my hang up was. I seen the seen the left hand, mm-hmm. seen the I ring on it. So sorry, <laughs> black people. I seen the ring. Okay. Now it looked. Like a wedding ring, but I don't know. A lot of ladies wear rings on that finger. Right, right, right. So at the time, I'm like, "Shit, this motherfucker married." Okay. So then I was like, "But she kept coming on to me. Like she was right. just like, you know, she kept going with it. She was like, so what are you in the military?'" I was like, "Nah, motherfucker." Why she no asked that? Because you in shape? I, I guess. Yeah. All right. I was like, "I ain't in no military, motherfucker." And then she was just like, "Yeah, like, um, 
she was like, I'm getting some snacks and stuff like that. And, and she was like, I'm going on a trip. Um, she said she was going on a trip for hair. Like most military dudes can't have beers and things. Uh, uh, but she was like, she going on a trip with her, we were with her family. And I was like, you say family. Oh, I see. But she didn't say. It's kind of ambiguous. Right. Right. Mm. Like that could have been her, her whatever. Mm-hmm. So we were talking and then like I kind of went away from her and then she came back. Mm. And then she was still talking. And then I'm trying to like. So at that point, I was trying to figure she was out. If I need, you, dog. Yeah. But I, at that but is this. I got to know what this ring is about. So I'm trying to figure out a, a way to say it without being like. You know what I'm saying? Because cause if you say, hey, you married, and she'd be like, what, you think I was trying to come on to you? You get what I'm saying? That could that could, that could blow up in my face. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I do. I, I couldn't find a way to I say I know a it. way of doing it, but I'm trying to hear you out before I say I mean, I just, she was going back and forth, and I was just like, I was like, well, one, I don't want to have a relationship with her. Uh, I would just bang her out. Mm. And she kept coming on to me, but. What was I, the well, energy felt, like? It was sexual tension. Man. Okay. That's but what I was trying to make sure. She was probably trying was, to get banged out. So I was waiting on, so I usually wait on like a, a touch on the shoulder. Or like, mm. a, like if somebody invades your personal space, then you kind of know what it is. Right. And she didn't, but she kept saying shit. She kept talking shit. So I'm like, maybe she's just trying to get off because her husband's not around or some shit. Or, mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just was hard to read what okay. the signs was. So anyway, so, we went back and forth, and we was just talking, and we she started uh, just talking to me. She was she was pushing her burger next to mine, and we were just talking. She ended up being like pretty pretty cool person, but in the in the midst of that whole situation, came across this dude. His name was Dennis, white man, three black kids, Mister Dennis. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we were talking, and he he it was just um he came around the corner with his three black kids and. She was like, oh, my God, they're so adorable. And I was like, yeah, So she said that about Mr. Dennis' kids? Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, she was just like, oh, my gosh. And he was like. She's yeah. very outgoing. Yeah, very. That's okay. But the thing is, was like, so we started talking to Dennis. And Dennis was like, yeah. He was like, I just got these kids. Um, They're foster kids. <laughs> and he, he was like, yeah. He was like. So I'm like the only only guy, uh, I think, in the area that has that's out of the whole, like, all the foster parents and stuff like that. Everybody else are women. He's the only mm. guy that's foster kids. And then he basically kind of went into, like, one, he, he went into the reason why he had them, and that's because he hadn't found the right person yet. Of course. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, How old was Mr. Dennis? I don't know. How um, do you think? Just approximate age? He had to be, like, 35, 36. Okay. Like so, he was, like, um, he was just talking, and it was crazy because he's, like, he was, like, I love these kids to death. He was like, but people look at me funny because I walk around with these black kids. And yep. he was like, I don't. He acted white. Like, he didn't act well, like. He's a no, white man, so yeah. he just going to you know be himself. Some, you know how some people be trying to act black sometimes because they got black people around. Whatever. I got you. So, he told this story about this lady. Um, He said he was, one of the kids was acting bad. Mm-hmm. He was disciplining them, not like hitting them, but he was like, hey, right. you don't need to do that. Said this woman came and tried to grab his daughter out of the out of the cart mm. because he was disciplining her. Oh, black woman. Yes. Mm. And he was like, "No, no, no." He was like, "No, no, 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 no. You're not gonna do that." Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "He had he was talking about how he had to walk around everywhere with like his adoption papers." He said, "I walk everywhere with them because 
people just look at this whole situation funny, but he was like, the funny thing about it is it's like, you know, like I'm, you know, I care for these kids. They're, they're, they're awesome. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it was just funny to listen to how his struggle was. And then I, I kind of just asked the question of like, I said, well, are there any like black foster parents? He was like, no, he was like, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. He was like, it's me. And I think he said like several other white women that are foster parents. So, and, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just kind of looked at that and I was like, damn, bro. Like, why don't we, why don't black people like foster parents? And I know there are some, but like in the area, apparently it's not a lot. It's not that many. And he was like, man, he was like, I love these kids. Like nobody's business. I'm doing what I can. And mm. people just kind of look at him funny all the time. He was like, I hate having to put up with that, but mm. you know what I'm saying? I understand where we are. Uh, it was it was it was just one of the things I was like, Dennis, you you a good dude, man. Dennis sounds like a great man. So what what I take away from this story is those people need to mind their motherfucking business. Yeah, I feel that way. Like too. this is the same way as the Pool Patrol Paul and Cornerstone Becky or whatever. All these situations think, where people are in, interjecting themselves and in other folks' affairs. And the thing about it is, I think sometimes people feel like we can't be that. And I and and that was a prime example of us being pool patrol, whatever, oh, yeah, and all that yeah, shit too. Yeah. Like we can be on that end too. Like I don't understand. Yeah, you shouldn't run up and grab somebody's child. Now I understand the concern because I made a joke today. I seen it. You know, we went yeah. to the store before we started recording, and there was a white man with his black daughter. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she was mixed. Mm-hmm. I know it's his child, but I was like, damn, should we call the police? And I right. was just making a joke. Right. But she was like, man, I got a story that's kind of reminds me of this situation people are always going to use their i don't want to call it racism but they're going to use racial biases yeah to make it seem like oh you shouldn't be with that person but our in that situation that child doesn't have anybody else to turn to Mm -mm. nobody else cares at this point and he was going why should his race matter if he's willing to take care of those kids yeah and some of these kids like he was saying some of the kids were kids that their parents just died away no no they like their parents passed away and they didn't have any relatives to be able to take them Mm. or their relatives weren't up to standard to be able to take them or, or you know, like, and that's real their, stuff. Or their, parent, or their parents were on drugs real bad, and they had to take them away from them before, you know. Or some of them kids might have been abused. You know, it, it's different scenarios. That's mm-hmm. the reason why he, because he said he said I got these three, but I've had. He's been a foster parent for a year and a half, and wow. he's had, you know, what I'm saying several kids. You know, what I'm saying. I wonder how long they stay it. with them before they go off to somewhere else. Right, and uh, I didn't get into that, but I, I just kind of had a few questions. You know, just asking. Cause you know it's and he's for him to be the only man and that's crazy too. But I'm like, oh, I'm like, why don't we step up to the plate and do? I feel what you're saying, and this is what got Daniel Caesar in trouble is speaking, speaking about a culture and basing it on your own personal biases. Yeah. So most black people want to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, despite what you see on the media and despite what you see on TV, for sure, it's just I think the lack of knowledge is part part of the problem, mm-hmm. and the lack of means. A lot of people don't have the money to take care of themselves, let alone another child. Mm-hmm. So that that becomes an issue. And this guy's doing a noble thing about adopting, and it, well, you said foster, yeah, foster home, foster, yeah, he's foster foster father. And I I kind of looked at myself in the mirror, man, because would you do it? I would. I'm, I mean, I'm not I even would. gonna lie. I don't think I would. I, I feel I like could. I could, but I feel I'm like not. I could. 
Right. I think I would have to know a little bit more about what it takes to be a foster parent. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror, too, and I kind of self-checked myself because a lot of times, kind of like today, mm-hmm. um, I see that and I'm, I'll say some stupid-ass joke not understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if I went to... So I'm taking the situation with the chick mm-hmm. and kind of integrating it into me meeting Dennis to kind of mm-hmm. self-check myself because I'm looking at it like, man, if, if I never would have had a conversation with this dude, you would be still. I would still be doing ignorant-ass dumb shit on that type level because I would have made the joke like, oops, somebody looks like somebody made a mistake in their yeah, life. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Or some stupid yeah. shit. But like at the yeah, end of the day, a taste of chocolate. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like this dude is really like stepping up and just kind of taking. Despite what society is saying, right? And how Especially they in the South, bro. Mm-hmm. Like these kids were your color. Damn, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I they get what co- you're saying. You call me black. <laughs> <laughs> they're clearly they're they were clearly. I could be an us though. <laughs> they, damn, they they clearly you can clearly see that they not mixed. Right, you get right, what I'm right, saying? right. So it's a situation, and he says like, and we were just kind of talking to him, and he was just like, I got to do. He's like. I carry my adoption papers everywhere. I have to, like, people look at me weird. People always, it's always some type of comment. And yeah. he's just like, I'm just trying to do what's best, you know, for these kids because mm. they don't have. They ain't got nobody else. They don't have anything and else. And see, look at what he's doing. Those kids are now going to have a different opinion about other cultures because they've actually experienced it. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short is that. Nobody else experienced anything different. Right. And and the lack of experiences keep us a little ignorant. Right. And the cool thing about it is I'm looking at it, too, as a, as a situation where at least they got a shot. They ain't in the Hell system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Like, it's better for them. I feel like, and this is just me knowing some motherfuckers from mm-hmm. being in the system, but I'm like, it's better for them to be with this dude who gives a fuck about and out there in the streets. And in the snow in the system, like in the foster system, man, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So- and, you know, I just want to commend Dennis, man. I thought it was pretty dope. Shout out that, to Dennis. Um, I just thought that it was dope to to come across somebody like that and just to talk to him. Right. And he was just so outgoing. And he was like, man, he was like, and he still was like keeping these kids in line. He was oh, like, yeah, yeah. he was like, no, don't do that. You see me talking. Uh, the one of the little boys grabbed uh, the chick I was talking to phone. He was like, what did I tell you about grabbing people's phones? Don't be grabbing people's phones. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Kid got in line oh, like he's supposed that, to. That kind of hold a whole long. Why that little bastard was grabbing the phone? <laughs> <laughs> what that nigga was trying to do? <laughs> First, I need Dennis. Hey, even Dennis. Dennis need to step up that uh that discipline. <laughs> hold on, Dennis. I'm taking some of my kudos back. <laughs> so wait, that, wait, wait. Before you end, did you get her number? Oh, uh-uh. Ali's Bay. Uh, uh-uh. after we got finished talking to Dennis, like she you is, like you couldn't she, compare to that nigga. Well, we was. We was talking. I just felt like she was married, man. I just because I didn't get. The, I love that you have a line the, that you will not cross. I got, to, I, I got to get the touch. Like when I get one of these, oh, I'm like, oh, you are a stranger in Ollie's. I ain't touching you. Women will. I'm telling you, if women, you've had feeling, women to just randomly women, come if, up. Yeah, I've had women like we done had a conversation and then give me that I'll touch on this arm. Hmm. If they invade your personal, if a woman, if this is what I was told. If a woman invades your personal space, mm. that means they really like you because women don't really do that. Or they leeches, either one. <laughs> <laughs> or they're doppelgangers. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I didn't even make the joke. Um. Okay. But yeah, nah, I ain't get a phone number. I did. Now I did do one thing. What you do? Like, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have did. No, no, nah, nah, you said but, it. Nah, Come on, tell, I'm gonna yeah. tell it. I said All maybe right. I shouldn't have done this. Nah. But she was just like, oh my. She was like, 
my my truck's down there at Pet Boys, and I got all this stuff. And I was like, I'll carry it down there for you. Ooh, look at you. Look at you. I was like, I'll be a gentleman. Should have closed the deal, I man. I was like, oh, well, when I got down there, yeah. I seen them kids. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. She had kids? Oh, yeah. Them three uh, of them motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with having kids. Nah, it's just a little too much for There's you. You ain't three, Dennis. Three is, <laughs> you ain't Dennis. Three is, a, three is a lot. Dennis can handle three kids. You yeah, can't. Like, when, when am I going to have my long time with you if you got three kids? Oh, like, you shit, know. Shit. When you making four? Man. But I didn't see the husband there. But the way she was. She probably, she was she walking probably didn't she have walked, an active husband. She walked. I don't know. She was walking like. In front of me, like I was like the servant or some shit. Well, you were. Like she didn't but, walk next to me. She was walking like ahead of me. She got in and got like she, she got was in, also she you, got in the pet boys fast and I was like, You leaving me, motherfucker? Like, I got this shit. And then she walked up to the counter. I was like, I guess She probably didn't want her kids to see this strange man helping her mom. Because of her husband. Maybe. Possibly. But me as a man, if that was my wife, I would probably be you know, taking her car to get those tires myself because I know if she go to Pep Boys, Pep Boys gonna add on a carbureted tax. But if that nigga work <laughs> you know? on Saturdays though, I mean, we do it on Monday. <laughs> he gotta have at least one day off. I don't know, bro. Pep Boys is notorious for getting over on niggas. <laughs> like, uh-uh. uh, ladies, do not ever go into those type of shops by yourself. They gonna charge you for an antifreeze flush or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, oh uh, yeah, we gotta. What we gotta do is we've got to uh, drain the correct. lights. Yeah, we yeah, gotta drain the lights because the lights are flooded. See, you need a battery wash. That's why they're called floodlights. <laughs> right. We gotta drain them. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, that's an extra fifty nine ninety nine to Jesus. be able to do a, a light flood, and we need that in cash. She's stupid. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And just come back and see me in six months. Here you go. We'll do another one. You can have whatever you like. All right. We went to go see us. You want to talk about this now? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's get into it. it. Yeah, we saw that movie. So, we went to go see Us. Now, my personal opinion first, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you the no, whole rest mean. of the time. <laughs> my personal opinion is I missed some things in this movie. Oh, really? And I really feel like I got to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't disappointed in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. But it was some, like, the shit kind of maybe went over my head, and I felt like I didn't I didn't see something or maybe it was some shit that I just didn't the shit just made me feel like I'm like I missed something hmm. so I have to I don't have an opinion I, I gotta give it a second watch before I can actually give my oh, true opinion how, how often it. does that happen where you have to watch a movie twice actually it happened with uh, with not Justice League but Batman vs Superman or was it Justice League might have been Justice League Which one was, of the, one of who the, was in it Stephen Wolf yeah, I think it all was. Right, so that's Justice League. Yeah, because I didn't understand the mother box shit and all that shit. Oh, okay. But I never watched it a second time. Oh. Which might not happen with us. I might just be like, mm. Us is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know. I feel you guys trying. I know we're supposed to support everything black, but this movie wasn't good. Wait, hold on. Before you go any further, we ain't got to support shit black if it ain't good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Us is not a great movie. You know it retro <laughs> i wish i had all right so I'm the reason really he's shit. the reason cole is laughing is because <laughs> i was extremely heated when i walked out of the movie theater yesterday <laughs> i was pissed off to the highest of pistivity and i'm sitting there talking all right so the whole podcast collective <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't get into this so the whole podcast 
The whole podcast collective went out yesterday, right? And so we went to go see us. Everybody, okay. Damn, why does my mic sound weird? You don't hear it? Is it just me? It sounds like you're flooding it, but that's the only thing I hear. So anyway, I sat next to, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say this. I sat next to Red of Conversation Carnatic. Shout out to them. And the whole movie, she was like, what? What? Huh? And I'm sitting there like, oh, I get it. Uh, What? What? Nah. Huh? Okay. So there is a scene in the movie where the doppelganger, I'm going to spoil this entire movie because I feel like you guys should not spend any money on this movie. Hence timestamps. Okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. I will spoil this movie and I will place a timestamp after the spoiler is done. So I feel like there is a scene in this movie where the doppelgangers meet up with the originals and they're talking to each other, trying to kind of put the premise of the movie out. And the doppelganger, the original asked the doppelganger, Lapita, who are you? And the doppelganger says, we are Americans. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's the big story. That's what you're trying to tell us. You're trying to tell us that America makes you kill yourself in this existence that we're in, I guess. I don't know. But the main issue that I have with this movie is it sets up movie tropes and they fail on themselves. Like anything, it's very predictable. Like you you kind of can see what's going to happen. You know the whole story as you're watching it. But you're trying to figure out what's the bigger meaning because Get Out was so layered. It was so deep. This movie retroactively makes Get Out worse. I think Get Out was a fluke. And Jordan Peele might be a master storyteller, but I think he needed the guidance of the studios because this movie, he had free reign to do whatever he wanted, right? So, master storytellers, part of it, I'm just going to, this is a personal opinion, got to have more than two movies for me to say that. Okay. That's fine. Like he only got two. This is just his second movie. Well, so he's shooting fifty percent for me. I need I need more than just two movies before I can get out. Was very easily digestible, and maybe maybe he went too artsy fartsy on this movie, and he was trying to make a deeper statement, but it was very shallow. You know, everything you could see it on the surface level, kind of like the top world. So the whole story of is it's a duality tale between the classes, right? You got the underworld class and you got the higher class, which is like the successful people like the the main family. I forgot their name. The Wilsons. The Wilsons family was going on vacation in their vacation home on at a beach. OK, that's cool. That's great. The underground people are stuck in squalor. They can't leave. They can't do anything. They're down there eating fucking rabbits from flesh, you know, but. There's one person who led a revolution to lead the underground people to the surface world. And they made their statement so bold by them joining hands. And that, what, 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 I don't understand this movie. What? What was the motivation of the underground people? Again, you got to watch it again. I got to see right. it again. So I'm going to say this. The movie was terrible because the story didn't make any sense. The logic was piss poor. How are you the head hole, the master? Head hole? Yeah, no. <laughs> the house, the household. The head the head oh, yeah. How are you the head of household and you go to the front door with a baseball bat and your doppelganger snatches the baseball bat out of your fucking hands and hits you between the door? 
The door is still ajar, just basically. He swings his hand in there and is able to hit you in the shin, and then you let that door go, and then now your family's captured. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So the major twist for everybody who who's still... For everybody who's listening. So in the beginning of the movie, it starts with a trailer for Hands Across America or some shit like yeah. that. And so it's it's this great tale of something that happened in the eighties where everybody held so hands in solidarity. Hands across something. America was supposed to be for hunger. It was a it Oh, was I was a, hungry. It, it, I was hungry for a better movie. It was apparently well it, it really happened in, in national nineteen eighty six. It really yeah. happened, but mm. Hands Across America was supposed to be for hunger, even though apparently it was like a I think it was a uh um government uh like a test or I can't remember what it was, but it's, it's a conspiracy behind it because Reagan uh, backed it. Oh, so it's a real conspiracy behind it? Yeah. I've never heard of this conspiracy. Yeah. So Jordan Peele tries to make this into a psychological thriller, right? Where it's basically the government used this hands across America experiment to clone humans. And in that process of cloning, they realized that the clones can be cloned, but the soul that's in the humans can't. So they're tied to each other. They're the tethered because they share this soul. But it seems like you can control. They said that this experiment was to control the people up top by using the people down below. It didn't work. It failed. Sort of like this movie. And (laughs) in that failure, they found out that the clones were crazy, I guess. Were the the clones even decent at one point? I don't know. Don't think so. Because they said they it failed and then they shut down the experiment, but they so left the all the people down, below, down there. The people down below was supposed to be shadows of the people up above. Right. So that's why they were like the people up there were good, and I guess the people downstairs were bad. I don't know. I, no, I, they didn't say they were bad. They uh, were just well, they they made it seem like that. But if you're a clone, that doesn't mean that you're bad or not. You just share this soul so you have some of the same scenarios that or not the same scenario. You have some of the same characteristics. But th- what they tried to say is the people who were living up top in the great world, when they had nice warm meals, they were eating raw rabbits down below. When you were having Christmas up top, we were having we were giving presents that were sharp and they were terrible. Well, my thing is if these people were retarded and crazy and they couldn't do shit, they were just shadows of the people above how were they able to have Christmas? Were they that functional? Were they were able to wrap presents and celebrate some kind of tradition? They couldn't talk. They groaned and made noises at each other. So when I start thinking more about this movie, I get more and more frustrated because how was a seven-year-old tether able to leave this place because she was special. That's what the movie tells us. She was special. She was able to leave this place find her seven-year-old OG body, kidnap her, take her down there, handcuff her to the bed, and leave, right? She left. How'd the seven-year-old leave? (laughs) I told you I got to watch the movie again, bro. I I hate that fucking cop-out, man. You saw the same shit that I saw. How did she leave? I don't. But I can't, I can't. It's I not like, it it's not like they showed us, hey man, she found some keys. No, she walked up a fucking escalator that was in a fucking fun house on a fucking beach and she just left. A lot of shit went over my head. That, sh- that movie was bad, dog. Okay, but I mean. It, so it, these so, motherfuckers was, that they was this dumb that they could just sit there and run around in a, in a crazy house, right? <laughs> Eating raw rabbits. The rabbits were locked up in cages. All of a sudden the rabbits are out of cages. 
What are the rabbits eating? What are the people drinking? Okay. So these people <laughs> were dumb enough to eat the rabbits, but nobody could figure out how to run upstairs. Okay. That's cool. But when they finally got upstairs, they were smart enough to use these long ass scissors and stab people and murder them. But you're dumb enough to sit there and eat fucking rabbits. You get this bullshit out of here. So also, where did everybody get these red jumpsuits? How the fuck you get these red jumpsuits? Who who got an Amazon account where they ordering everybody a fucking jumpsuit <laughs> and these long ass scissors? The program got shut down. Where they getting this money from? So the twist <laughs> of the movie is that Lapita's character leaves up. She's the original. Uh, I'm sorry, the original OG Lapita's character gets switched out. She's downstairs, locked up on the bed. Somehow she gets free and she learns how to be a ballerina dancer down there. <laughs> she doesn't find the elevator, escalator stairs, but okay, that's fine. So the <laughs> doppelganger Lapita actually goes off and she lives a normal ass life. She's afraid of going back to this beach, but hey, guess what? In convenient writing, they take a fucking trip back to the fucking beach. And it just so happens the her, her soul is still tied to the other character down below. And I guess she felt her close and she was like, well, let's go upstairs. And the revolution is on now. Cause my doppelganger is back. So they run upstairs and they go and start murdering people. I don't even want to talk about this shit. No. Okay. More. I just wanted to get it's it a out. horrible movie. And the fact that rock man, this is what everybody enjoyed. Me and Rockman went toe to toe after the movie, talking about how great and terrible this movie was. Rockman loved it. He said it was what was that bullshit he said? It was imaginary realism or some shit like that. Oh, I just heard brilliant. Okay, he called Jordan Peele a genius because the story was about duality. I said, well, what about these plot holes? And we had a two-hour conversation about nothing. I'm sure. Exciting. I'm sure on their podcast and also the conversation called Artist podcast. Well, they might not talk about it now because I think they recorded yesterday. Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll talk about it next if week. If they talk about it, uh, Red, you'll hear. Red didn't. Red. Yeah, didn't Red like didn't understand either. the movie. It was what eight of us. I guess out of eight people, I can't say those names. Mister On Point, he was like you. He's like, I gotta watch it again. I was like red. I was like, this is bullshit. Leroy yeah. was like that too. Leroy was like, I got. Leroy was like that. Rock yeah, I man. Feel like I, I just felt like I missed something. You didn't miss nothing. It was terrible storytelling. You can't tell me what I missed, bro. You watched the movie. You I was know, right there I following like I, along with me, and I was saying everything. I you remember these scenes, though, right? I wasn't sitting no, next to you. I'm saying in the circle when we were talking about the movie, you were following along with me as I was reciting the movie parts. Okay. Right? But I'm saying... You remember those scenes, right? There were particular scenes. Yes, but I still feel like I missed... I'm feeling like I didn't hear something or I missed something that I that makes me You know what understand. you're missing? You're missing the rest of this story because this movie has gigantic plot holes. It's missing the meat. It's horrible. It's not a great movie. I wouldn't recommend anybody to watch this. Maybe when it comes out on Netflix. But if you have friends that are sitting there telling you that this was an artsy movie and it was great. And I understand the great meaning that it was telling you. They're fucking lying. And they're doing that <laughs> shit. They're doing that shit so they can grandstand and sound cool. Wow. This movie was you not good. It. Don't do people like that, bro. Ain't nobody grandstanding now, man. Don't do that. Don't the movie's not excellent, man. Well, don't say something about a grandstanding. I think Rockman was probably grandstanding because he understood the movie. Okay, so by Here's that you. statement, you're saying that I don't understand the movie. No, I'm not. No, nigga. That's what you just said. I'm saying he understood the movie. He was like, I get it.
get it. And he was like, when last time but you seen when last he, time you seen Rockman was like, I get it. Never. Okay, so, so he understood the movie. He was like, I got it. Stop. I know it. This down is to the this team. is where the problem comes. When people say shit like that, you understand the movie. You don't understand it. Look at your weight. Stop. Wait, let me, no, let me explain. I myself. didn't say I understood it. No, no, you're saying he understands the movie. That's what he said. And then you asked me, when is the last time I've seen Rockman understand a movie? And I said never. So by this nigga's track record, he's 100% against understanding how the fuck these movies work. And this one time he gets it, I'm supposed to believe this? Fuck out of here. Nigga, statistically speaking, that shit is impossible. <laughs> what am I rapping now? Statistically speaking, that shit is impossible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't eight mile me, bro. I'm just saying, like, this is bullshit. Okay. The movie okay, was horrible. Man. Okay. I, okay. I I have not once said so, you're wrong. There's so one. Good. There's one twist that might technically be right. So the little boy, when he was locked in that closet. You remember they uh they made a statement like last year, the year before, when they came the last time they came to the vacation home, he was trapped and he disappeared for a little while. They couldn't find him. And when they were driving in the beginning of the movie, how he was cussing is like, Where are you learning these new words from? And he was like, You're acting different. You're not completely like yourself, like you used to be. They're saying the theory is that he was the actual uh tether son from down below. So when he went missing earlier, somebody swapped him out or Lapita's swapped him out for the other son. So when he died in the movie, the doppelganger Lapita cried out because she realized that was her real son. And so that could be a a theory that could be possible. Mm. It makes a little bit of sense because when he was in the closet, he was playing around with himself. (laughs) <laughs> it was uh there's a lot to unload with that statement yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a lot to unload with that statement too. i don't know man I, I i didn't enjoy the movie and i'm usually the one who takes a movie for what they're showing me and i don't judge it based on what i thought it was going to be right. i'm judging this movie purely off of what i saw on the screen and what i saw on the screen doesn't add up there's a lot of holes in this story most of it is is because I felt like it was rushed. It might have been a terrible editing job. Like maybe they took out some key scenes. But I think that Jordan Peele is just a novice when it comes to storytelling. Mm. He needs these studios. Maybe maybe he had less control and get out where people were right over his shoulder. And like, oh, this is what you need to do. And so since get out was so successful, they gave him a little bit more free reign on this movie. Mm. But this this needed some test screening. Like if they put it out there and let people test watch it and they got their feedback from there, they could have had they could have went back and fixed the movie. Mm. All I said was maybe if they had one or two scenes with a scientist down there saying, well, we finally done it. Mm. But this one's special. She has the power to do whatever she wants to do. And and the tether, you know, it, I just I'm, it gets bogged down by all the plot holes. So I don't I don't reckon recommend it. I'm sorry if I spoiled the movie for everybody else. If you enjoyed the movie and you think I'm going 100% crazy, email us. Please send us an email at G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S-P-E-A-K. That is speak at gmail.com. There you go. All right. You good? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay. What you been listening to, bro? Are we going to do that? I ain't got shit I was listening to. Okay. We. I mean, I can save mine for next week, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Right. What you got? What you got? What you got? You know what time it is. It's time to get into the rundown. Run, 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 run. Run, down. run down is where 
Cole Jackson and Shogun take news clips and bites, chew them up, spit them out, and tell you what it's all about. This yes. week, we're going to talk about a couple of things. Yes. You got you got something already? I do. All right, go ahead. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Shogun. Yes, sir. You been you flew before? Have yeah. you flown? I've been flewed out. You been flewed out? Yeah, man. Bop, bop, scoot up. <laughs> Boot up. Anyway, um, did it matter what was on your ticket? Yeah. It did? Yeah. Did it matter what you were identified as? No, I don't think they identify you on your ticket. Sure. Because United no. Airlines is the first airline to offer non-binary gender options. Oh, okay. Oh, let's find out about this real quick. So, customers can now identify themselves as male, female, M or F, U, undisclosed, or X, unspecified. In addition to having the option to select the gender-neutral title of MX, I don't even know how to pronounce that. What's, what is MX? Well, instead of using Mr. MR or Mrs. Oh, MRS you. or Ms. MS, you can use MX now. So uh, you can do that during your booking and uh, in your customer profile. So United Airlines issued a statement outlining the new choices. It said the option. Uh, it said the options chosen by passengers must correspond with what is marked on their passports or other official forms of information. Why is it when I start talking, I got a burp? Here's a quote from United Airlines, by the way. United is determined to lead the industry in LGBT inclusive, and we are so proud to be the first U.S. airline to offer these inclusive booking options for our customers. United's chief, United's chief customer officer, Toby Inquest, uh, said this. United is excited to share with our customers whether they identify along with the binary of male or female or not, that we're taking the steps to exhibit our care for them while also providing additional employee training to make us even more welcoming for all customers and employees. So the booking options are now are not only just changes U.S. airlines are making, but it comes uh, to gender inclusive and gender inclusive. I can't say that word. I don't know why it worked with the human rights campaign one of the largest LGBTQ rights organizations in the U.S., and tre- the Trevor Project, which uh, provides crisis intervention and suicide prevention for to the LGBTQ community. To build new training programs, um, employees will now learn about preferred pronouns, persistent gender norms, LGBTQ competency in the workplace, and building inclusive spaces for both customers and employees. The reason behind these things are this. Two trade groups, Airlines for America and the International Air Transport Association, approved a new international standard for non-binary passengers. So, what are we doing? Is it, I mean, how do you feel about this? I honestly don't care about this. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) That's it. Oh, I just don't care. I just think it's, it's, uh, for me... I didn't even know that was like a thing anymore. Like, as far as like flying, like but your pronouns and all that. I mean, I didn't think that was like a big deal. Like, I didn't think that that was like. I I'm not sure how it matters. That's what I'm trying to figure out too. Like, what what is it? Like, why do I have to? I've never really thought. They about don't sit you on a plane if you're male and female. They don't care. They just put you on the plane. Right. That's what I thought. I didn't know it was like a big deal to like mark yourself as male, female, or unspecified. Or so anything. it sounds like this story is just United 
trying to get brownie points for being more inclusive in a situation where inclusivity never even matters. Yeah. But then, like I said, those two trade those both of those two trade. Um, Just because they change trade the standards. Group, I mean, yeah, that they basically change the standards for all airlines. So now it's like. All airlines are going to have to do this, but they can pick how I mean, United was the first. Mm-hmm. And like now it's just a situation where everybody else is going to have to fall in line. So it's kind so, of like, go ahead. When I say I don't care, it's not that I don't care about trans people or whatever you identify as. I just don't understand how this is impacting the business and why they're making this a focus. Right now, airplanes are falling out of the fucking sky. Right. Bowen's, what is that, 747, mm-hmm. they've grounded all of those because of new regulations that they had or new updates that they, they put into those planes mm-hmm. that the pilots didn't read the manuals, they didn't get the updates, or whatever happened is causing these planes to fall out the fucking sky. And most people are saying that it looks like it's the autopilot part right. that's failing. Why the fuck are you... Are, are, okay. In my conspiratorial mind, I'm mm-hmm. looking at this like, is this just them trying to grandstand to get people off of that whole 747 situation hmm. to kind of make them like, oh, look at them. They're being progressive. Yeah. I think I care more about the plane getting up in the air and landing than I do about whose sexuality or whatever you identify as is on this plane. And I think the biggest thing, too, is I haven't really seen any kind of situations where people have been like insensitive because of somebody no. being trans. Like, the most thing is This usually, is the most non-issue ever. But that's the thing. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I haven't seen a situation. The only situations I've seen are, like, people being racist or you being just hilarious and just getting motherfuckers kicked off because they have that bitch is stupid <laughs> i never liked her she said she said she didn't get anybody kicked off because of their i don't but care like, but, on, but not everything needs to be videotaped exactly and not everything is a joke right and the guys she shit. apologized i mean i'm sure she did she after, had to but she had to she donated, she donated like ten thousand dollars to that's what's a charity up. For that. now that's just hilarious <laughs> but <laughs> she like, funded terrorists <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I'm joking. I know they're chic. Chic, shike, chic, shite, chic, chic. Uh, I don't know. But my biggest thing was like Shiites and Sunnis. That's the Oh. Oh, that's the <laughs> Yeah. I was like Sorry. Right, no, know. man, like my whole thing was I never really thought it was like a big I thought I didn't know it was a problem. It like, might I thought, be a problem and I'm just ignorant to it, but I'm just saying me personally, I don't care. <laughs> I just it was weird. I mean, you know, I didn't know there was a new I think Standard. they I think they came up with that new prefix, the MX. MX. Or how do you say how do you, pro, pro, do you how do you pronounce that though? Is I don't mix? know. I pronounce you mix? Mix and mix. I pronounce you man and none identifying and binary. Then, did you know about the MF male, female, U and X? I don't know nothing about none of this. <laughs> we gotta stay on top of this. Why? We don't wanna get cause we don't wanna get canceled. Fuck them. You can cancel everybody. <laughs> I ain't got enough listeners to be canceled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of some shit that should have been canceled. California woman wins a child support from her ex-husband nearly 50 years after the divorce. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was expecting a reaction. No reaction. That's cool. Oh, I went near the story first. A California a California woman successfully sued her ex-husband for child support for their now 52-year-old daughter. Her lawyer claims Tony Anderson makes no apologies for going after the man she calls her deadbeat ex some 50 years after he left her with her 3-year-old daughter. See how the math ain't adding up already? No, <laughs> it don't add up. And <laughs> she, I just found out you got a, you got cheated out of a dime. 
<laughs> right? She's she has a 52 year old daughter, right? It could be within a couple of months her birthday's coming. It's always within a couple of months when it comes to damn oh, finding it's out. Definitely who the dad within is. a couple of months. It's <laughs> it's some overlap. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this two Siemens. Anderson <laughs> says her ex husband chose to go to Canada rather than pay the court ordered child support in the early 1970s. Quote. I kind of put it on the back burner and just. I kind of put it on the back. I kind of put it on the back burner and just kind of forgot about it over the years. Anderson said she supported her daughter while working as an interior decorator in Los Angeles at a firm that her daughter now learns. Look at her. She's successful. Quote, I am not negating the fact that I was able to send my daughter to college because she paid and to Paris. We traveled. We had a good time. But the money has ran out. You think? Oh, well. Anderson, yeah, because they Shit. went to fucking Paris. Right. <laughs> you put it on the put that on the back. No, she, too, she had to pay to get a daughter into one of my league schools. Uh Anderson admits that she rents her These are white people, aren't they? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know how that matters, but Anderson admits it matters that matters to me. <laughs> Damn it. Anderson admits she rents her her part of the house and now she's Oh wait, wait. Anderson admits she rents her part of the house. And now, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Anderson, I guess she got a duplex. Anderson admits that she, she rents her part of the house. Airbnb. And now that she's retired, money is very tight. Should have thought about that when you put the child support on the back burner. Well, then it dawned on her. I realized, quote, I realized in the middle of the night last year that, hey, there's no statute of limitation on child support. You motherfucker. <laughs> you <Anderson>, <laughs> Anderson looked up old court papers and last month notified her ex-husband, who's now living in Oregon, dumbass, she wanted him to pay up. Way to move back, Carl. Right. (laughs) But the amount she was seeking was now way, way beyond what she asked for nearly half a century ago. Quote, he was only supposed to give me like $160 a month. Well, that was 50 years ago. And today, it's a lot more money. Damn, you (laughs) motherfucker. I would fight you. <laughs> what occurred with a cured, a cured, a cured, a cured. Okay, with a cured, with a cured interest. We did pass the tenth grade. Oh, I didn't. With a cured interest. Shogun graduated. With a cured interest of ten percent a year, what would have been a total payment of a sum of thirty thousand is now more than a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Quote: I don't think enough. This what you never had. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, I don't think enough women get this, and I think they're afraid, Anderson said. Along with getting what she's due, Anderson wants to spend, I'm sorry, Anderson wants to spread the word to other single parents in California. You can still collect, you can still collect, and to those who skip out, her message is for them to watch out. I think, do we need the rest? Yeah, yeah, I might as well finish. I think he's a little bit panicked. Anderson said that I'm very happy because I was panicked all those years and now it's his turn. Tony Anderson's lawyer, Sarah Eunice, uh, she's part of his deal. Uh, they got uh, whoa, whoa. a private hearing in the visa court Wednesday results in the settlement of $150,000. The attorney, yeah. So, um, you know my saying, hashtag hustle everything, and she is a proud member of that group. Cole Jackson. You skipped out on your responsibilities more than 50 years ago. 
you should definitely have to pay child support. Now, that child is no longer a child. She's an adult support. So me as a judge, I would be like, you're a fuck boy. Pay this lady that money that you owe. Do you think she's justified in getting child support that's 50 years old? You ever had pussy regret? <laughs> that nigga does. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever had, you know what pussy but regret is? No, first and you foremost. Ever, you know what it is? I, I can figure it out by the context clues. But I'm pretty sure shit. that this nigga is a piece of shit. And he deserves all of this bullshit that's happening to him. I'm just not sure if I understand these cases. No, actually, no. The judge did the right she thing. Put it on no, the, the judge burner. did the right thing. The judge did the right thing. He that's his child. He should have took care of it. She's not a fucking child no more. Man, he she went t- to Paris, nigga. Yeah, man. Ball so hard. <laughs> Ain't it, Jay? <laughs> What's your order? Fish fillet. God damn it. <laughs> no. No. This is this is not right. Why? Because she's not a child. Okay, nigga. but She's not a child. And I then think you gonna that, put inflation in the mix, nigga? No. You gonna get all economical on the motherfucker? Hey, I'm with it. I think no. the hashtag hustle anything. She, I think what the issue fucked up. How? You didn't get to put child support when you were supposed to. What, what's she gonna do? Go to Canada? This is the 1970s. God they ain't had no GPS. You. How the fuck she was gonna Mother, find them? That's some bullshit, nigga. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody say. <laughs> you can say what you want to say. Hustle everything in my ass. You put it on the back burner. Your ass was the one didn't want to collect. How she gonna collect when the man is not? So what? He, he don't even live here. It's 1970. Get your paper, boo boo. It was 1970. Get your paper, boo. She couldn't. Get it. Hit the claps. Get your paper, boo boo. Go ahead, find this nigga and get your paper. Fuck that bullshit. You said it in the beginning of the fucking story. She put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, bitch? You can still keep it on the back burner. <clears throat> the barbecue done. <laughs> Shit, yeah. it's done. It's, it's, it's cooked. The ribs are made eight. Shut the what fuck kind of up. grill you got? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga grilling and some got bullshit, eyes. man. Your ass is set up here and waited all this goddamn time, and this motherfucking kid grown as fuck. And then you gonna put inflation on a nigga too? Yeah. But why you skip out on your responsibilities? Why you didn't come find me, bitch? Why you went to Canada? Nah, I should have never fucked that bitch. You should have never fucked her. Hey, pussy regret. Pussy. I'm just telling you, man. I think that's just, that's I I I no, I can't feel this. <laughs> I can't feel this. Like I was trying to be like, I feel where you coming from, Shoka. I'm trying to be diplomatic about the shit, but guess what? Can't feel this shit, my nigga. Wanna know why? Because you put it on the back burner. So you you, you cool with guys just skipping out on their responsibilities? No, I'm not cool with that. But no, also, then what's not, your problem then? Get your fucking ass off the goddamn couch and mm. and get your money. He's in a whole nother. Who cares? Find him. Find him. So, I watched a fucking documentary right, hold on, hold on, with a nigga me, that me. came into a fucking house, kissed a 12-year-old girl, and built a wall in a room. And that was in the 70s, too. So you mean to tell me, bitch, you can't go and get no goddamn so who do you, this nigga in Canada? Who do you call to get a Your man? lawyers. You, okay, so who did the, co- the lawyer call to go and find somebody? And a who, private investigator, nigga. So a private investigator would travel outside the United yes. States? With those laws of the United States, I don't know if Canada has an uh, expedition law. It don't matter. Expedition. If you want your fucking money, expedite. Yeah. If you want your over whatever, you should have got your shit. Sorry, okay. I'm right. sorry, but right. you put it on the back burner. I, I hear you. You you fucked up. Hashtag hustle everything. Stop blaming Hollywood. You need stop blaming oh. Hollywood. Give me that. Stop pointing at other people. Stop pointing at Hollywood for your fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of fuck ups, Jordan Peele, man gets arrested after receiving and keeping a TV in a shipping area. He got arrested? 
Nick Memo. Well, how you get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I was raised off of Finders Keepers. What the fuck? Nick Memo purchased a 74-inch flat screen TV from Amazon, but he also received an 86-inch TV in the process. Okay. Now, instead of immediately sending it back, Memo decided to mount the TV in his living room. Hell yeah. Eventually, police got involved after the third-party shipping company claimed to have tried to contact him about their error, but they got no response. So that's when Nick said to the cops that questioned him about the TV, he admitted, hey, I answered a lot of questions with, I don't know. Just didn't know, <laughs> just didn't want to jeopardize myself. Yeah. Makes sense. Days passed before he found, the, um, days passed before he found his house surrounded by cops and flashing lights coming through his My door. My nigga, a TV? A house, the house was, uh, a house search Help officers stumble upon the flat screen TV. Oh, you stumbled upon the TV that was pushed, mounted on the fucking wall? <laughs> it pushed the 35-year-old into uh, police custody. Now, Memo also... They pushed him or put? <laughs> it, 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 that's what the story says. They pushed him into police custody? I mean, that's what the, that's what the story <laughs> says. Memo, Memo also admitted to looking into all the laws, which helped convince him to keep the TV. In fact, he claimed that Amazon basically said, you know what? Just keep it. That's what they normally do. <laughs> the shipping company said that it made numerous attempts to contact Memo before contacting the police. Mm-hmm. The company also says that Memo signed the delivery, uh, something that Memo disputes. Memo said this. I have my phone ringing all day. I get calls from Google, uh, Google website people. I have no reason to answer these calls. If it's not important, I just hang up. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> That's no, no. He he got a legit <laughs> when, <laughs> criticism. When asked whether he told them he was he was someone, uh, when asked he ugh, when asked whether he told the company he was someone he wasn't, he replied, "I didn't do that." Mm. Memo says that if he if he thought he was going to be arrested, he would have just paid for the extra uh, for the TV or just given it back. Right. Shogun. Was he right to keep the TV? Hell yeah, he was right. Fuck out of here. What you think? Should be coming to calling you, bro. And? Hey. I don't know what this good. is. Shogun. I signed for my TV. TV. We need this TV back. I signed for my TV. We need yes. this TV back, okay. Shogun. And? I'm calling you. You ain't picking up the phone. So this is where my problem comes in. So when you call, those calls usually are recorded, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So do you have me on audio record? Uh... Well, you we have right here. It says that you you signed for this. Let me see it. Oh, that's a digital signature. That could be fake. <laughs> but Shogun, mm-hmm. the police found the TV in your house. How you know I ain't buy this from somewhere else? It says right here that you signed. For oh, okay. And it's the model number. I guess you can find that from the box. Hmm. All right. So, but here's the problem I got. It's mounted in my house. <laughs> Do they have a search warrant to come in? Apparently they did, cause the co- apparently the company, like I said, the, co- the company said that they, they, so Amazon they tried not- numerous times. To, so it was a third party. Yeah, company it wasn't Amazon. Shit. It was a third party. Right. So Amazon would have let him keep the TV. He said he checked all the laws. He said it was no. From apparently the laws, none of the laws said that he had to give the TV back. Right. He he got in touch with Amazon. Mm. Amazon was like, "Fuck it, just keep it." It was our it was mistake. You can have it. But the shipping company. Thinks differently. The shipping company is like, no, nigga, we need to get this TV to the right Man, person. The shipping company, that was their TV. They ordered that shit and this nigga took it. It would have been so much quicker if they just had to let it go. It's a wash. You messed up. Mm, he went to jail for it. That's so fucked up, man. What what is going on in the world? <laughs> like you locking niggas up for your fuck up. So from the story. Your fuck up. So 
So wait, here's the crazy part about it, because I didn't really get. I just got mm-hmm. pins and pieces. But apparently, well, I said it in the in the in the story, but they surrounded this nigga's house to Poor get this TV. TV. They surrounded his house. They kicked the door in, found the TV, arrested this motherfucker, and that's it. I don't know. Eighty six uh, inch TV probably worth it though. It's not worth that. Shit. It's not worth it. Eighty six inch TV. Nah, what man. brand? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever brand it is, it's not see, worth it. Here's the killer part about it too, which was tripping me out too, because he bought a 74 inch TV. Mm-hmm. So if he did sign for it, he was signing kind of like and for the. What if they got inch. delivered at the same time or different times? See what I'm saying? So it's a little tough. It's a little tough. It's a little tough. It's kind of like working for United Airlines and also JetBlue. JetBlue faces a lawsuit saying that pilots drugged and raped flight attendants. Is Bill Cosby a part of this? Uh, he is now. <laughs> two JetBlue flight jet flight attendants sued the airlines of two. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is JetBlue cheap? <laughs> Just wanted to know. Because, you know. No, they have standards. <laughs> Saying the cheap airlines, they, they, they hire whoever. All right. <laughs> that was in one sentence into this story. Two JetBlue flight attendants sued the airlines and two of its pilots on a federal court in federal court this week. Allegedly, the pilots drugged them both during a layover last year. According to this. All right. Allegedly, the pilots a layover. Yeah. 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 It was a layover. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly, the pilots drugged them both during a a layover last year and one of the pilots raped one of the women and another and another co-worker the lawsuit the lawsuit also yeah. <laughs> the lawsuit also accuses the airline of failing to take disciplinary actions against the pilots when the two women reported the assault last year the women referred to as Jane Doe 1 and Jane Doe 2 are seeking unspecified damages from the airline and the pilot. <laughs> damn, he put it. They put his name out there. Jane, Dan Watson. Damn. Dan. Hmm. It was Dan. The whole time. Dan Watson and Eric Johnson for aggravated. Those sexual- are some of the most generic names I've ever heard in my life. Well, they're pilots. <laughs> for aggravated sexual abuse, assault, and battery, sex discrimination, sex discrimination, discrimination. Yeah, yeah, um, they were discrimination because you're a woman. You don't need to be up a, here in this that, cockpit. That's what I was, don't come in this cockpit. <laughs> you heard it the same way I heard it. I'm like, how are you discriminating against sex? You're not against this okay. cockpit, right? It was the cockpit. All right, get me a drink and civil rights violations. Ooh, they don't like niggas either. Yeah. Dang. Uh, the lawsuit, the lawsuit <laughs> was filed on Monday in Dang, the United everybody. States District Court in the Eastern District of New York. Allegations on the complaints are obviously very serious, and what happened to those women are horrific. But the bigger concern is how JetBlue handled it. In fact, that no corrective actions were taken. The lawyer Abe said, "Uh, for the ladies, one of the plaintiffs has continued to bump." <laughs> using these words <laughs> one of the plaintiffs has continued to bump into one of the pilots so they didn't do anything to get these pilots out of there no kind of no kind of disciplinary of action course. dan wouldn't do anything like that uh, well they'll do eric eric come on it's a great guy yeah. 
I got to be missing something. Okay. I didn't really do a lot of research on this. Anyway, how do you feel about these pilots drugging their coworkers and raping them? I would like to tell you that there's nothing wrong with putting a little zip zap in your drink. Now, if you want to come fly with the cars, what you want to do is you want to come through. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I was not going to say <laughs> nothing. Let you stay right on that ledge by yourself. <laughs> she. Uh, I'm pretty sure JetBlue fucked up. Yeah, they should have had they, some kind of. Why they are you should, looking like that? Because IO just posted this video talking about a drone captures footage of a door to hell. It's 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 hmm. not real. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure JetBlue completely fucked this up. Uh, I guess they're cleaning up now. Yeah. I mean, because it's lawsuits. I guess it's yeah, when the lawsuits, lawsuit time. Come, yeah. But should they have let these guys continue to work? Oh, yeah, they rape somebody. Well, we live in a culture where it's got to be allegedly, right? Like you have to be allegedly until they find evidence. Mm. And I don't know that they had evidence against. Right. I mean, they should have evidence. The, the ladies are accusing them. Should they have sent those pilots home or should JetBlue continue to let those pilots work while they're going through these legal situations? See, that's the, that's the, that's the, I think that's the, that's the crazy part. Like, so when somebody brings up allegations, like, I guess they should have suspended them at least. Mm. But then, again. Yeah, it's a little tough, ain't it? I, see, I ain't a woman. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know if it's got to be a situation. And I'm, I don't work for JetBlue either. But yeah. I don't know Thank if it's God. a situation. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a situation where they were. They, I don't know. Yeah. I, I Let's just leave it like I'm that. pretty sure they handled it wrong. And yeah, I'm pretty that's sure. That's what it sounds they, like. You know, so. Damn. All right. What you got? What you Dan got? Dan and Eric. That's some shitty ass name. What was the guy's name who adopted the kids? Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Gotcha. I was just making sure it wasn't Dennis. Dennis is a good guy. Dennis is a good guy. Don't put that on him. 90-year-old woman threatens to kill her neighbor over leaves. Police arrested a 90-year-old Tennessee grandmother after a neighbor claimed that she threatened to kill her because leaves in her yard. Mm. Bessie Bowen <laughs> was charged with aggravated assault and violation of, order, of an order of protection. Basically, she had a, a restraining order against yeah. her. According to police... How you going to be a neighbor and have a restraining order? That's how it works, brother. <laughs> you can't go to your house? You ain't been to Memphis, hey? Nah. According to police, they responded to a report that someone was in a verbal argument earlier that Thursday morning. That's where they that's where they met a woman who claimed Bo- <laughs> Bowen had stopped by the house and pointed a gun at her and threatened to kill her. <laughs> threatened to kill her. This is the old lady? Police, <laughs> police said... That it escalated quickly. The neighbor told think? the neighbor told the officers she captured it all on her camera. The victim, the victim also told authorities that she had a, she had an order of protection against Bowen following the previous assault in 2018. God damn! Bowen was arrested, but later released on her own recognizance. I guess she rapping too. She was she scheduled anime to appear. blessings. She's she scheduled to appear in court on Friday. That's anime Show blessings. Good. Mm-hmm. These ninety-year-old women ain't. These they ain't got shit else to live for, my nigga. Gangster as fuck. You better recognize. How do you feel about? How do you feel about these older women being so gangster, pulling their pistol out? She I, went in. I, I'm pretty sure she was like, "Let me tell you something, baby. 
You put them leaves in my car, uh, in my yard again, I'm gonna bust your ass and put a cap so in your So did ass. she really put leaves in this lady's yard? I'm pretty sure she did to be a mean motherfucker. Well, then that's on you. I mean, we don't know for sure, but I know. But Bessie, she got she got a Bessie damn restraining order for this old lady, your next door neighbor. You don't, you don't have to like your neighbor. Oh, I understand that, but you ain't gotta interact with them either. You gotta. <laughs> There is a common grounds between the the property line, right? Uh, yeah, it's called Bessie drawing down in your ass. Um, she don't play that shit. Putting leaves in her damn. Honestly, yard. man, I would just stick it out for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that joke. <laughs> just let it go. Damn, like Bessie will be. Just shh. I don't know if she fights it up, damn. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I don't think you can get Bessie like that. Bessie might be John Wick out here in these streets. <laughs> John Wick. She, she ain't strong enough to break through the concrete to get them guns. She, she ain't got to. Fuck she out she here. walking to your house. <laughs> she right next door. That's a journey. <laughs> Bessie gonna be tired by the time something. she get to my front door. Right now. If an old woman, if an old woman, if a 90 year old woman walk up to my my door with a pistol. Respect your elders. We We shooting it out. I'm shooting it out with her ass. Oh, oh, I'm like, you gang, you dead. See, that's the problem. I think sometimes. I think she gonna win that fight. You bro. crazy. I think she gonna win that. She Why? got way more experience. Why? <laughs> she got more experience, nigga. <laughs> she took it back to the you Western how, days. Look, 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 she been she living here. Gun smoke. Wait, hold on. Hear me out. She been living here. You are new to this neighborhood. You know what happened to the last neighbor who lived in this house? Okay, Bessie. Because if I bring, put them leaves in my yard, you, I ain't just, you better not put them leaves in my yard. That's I'm all I'm saying. Hey, I'm telling you now, Bessie. It ain't <laughs> okay. Don't put them leaves in See, my yard. See, that's the problem. I think we be. That's gonna. I can't say that because it's gonna sound terrible. What's it gonna say? I think sometimes we be respecting the elders too too much. Mm. You draw. If you are ninety year old, I mean, and you, pull, you, and you, you pull a gun on me, I got to kill you. I, I have to kill you before the reaper do. Damn you! I hate you. That's the truth. Oh, so you gonna take it? No, I ain't gonna take it. What you gonna do? It's just the fact that what you said, I got to kill you. Cause people don't respect elders. And that brings me to my next story. <laughs> a man erased have you seen this video that's been going on? What video? All right, let me Momo? She still out there? <laughs> nah. <laughs> kill yourself. You know kids? Momo got titties. How big? You know, I like some big titties, boy. Yeah. You probably don't like Momo though. NYC. That's what the bag is for. <laughs> Put the bag over her head, nigga. Here we go. The fuck? Damn. Now I feel bad. All right. No, I don't. Because if, if Bessie comes to my house with a gun, we <laughs> fight. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I can't just, I can't let it go. You don't come to my house with no pistol. All right. Baby. A man arrested in a fierce NYC subway attack captured on video. Uh, a 36-year-old man has been arrested of suspicion of carrying out a vicious attack on a homeless woman that was caught on video. Mark Gomez faces charges of assault. <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce like it. Black? He looked Latino. Anyway. <laughs> he faces charges of assault and harassment and was awaiting arrangement Saturday. Even authorities could not say whether he or, oh, I'm sorry, couldn't say whether he had an attorney to speak to, but quote, Chief, uh, hold on. Chief? 
the subject okay the subject one okay um nyp detectives tweeted out the subject wanted for their brutal subway attack of an elderly woman is now in custody. The victim was treated and released from the hospital and is getting care. Officers within the New York Police Department says the 78-year-old woman was riding the train in the Bronx, the Bronx around 3 a.m. March 10th when Gomez allegedly kicked her and punched her repeatedly in the face and in the body. The woman left the train at the next stop and was met by medical workers who treated her for her cuts on her face bleeding and swelling she is expected to be okay the police says gomez is not a stranger to the law after the nypd 49th precinct put a picture of him on facebook and someone noticed <laughs> jesus christ someone noticed and called that's what the man looks like hmm. he looks very pretty shitty shitty to me um damn it then they put out a description a witness recorded the attack on the on a video that he had received more than this is the problem I have. The witness a witness recorded the attack on video and has received more than twelve million views on Sunday. Official says the trouble it's troubling that several people took video of the incident, but, but nobody tried to help the victim. That's the norm, my nigga. That's the norm, dog. Like honestly. That's our society now. People want to get likes before they step up and try to help. So this lady is 78 years old. Mm -hmm. She was probably there for the whole civil rights. Been called nigga her whole life. All she trying to do is go home. And this dude. Well, she's homeless. Well, yeah, that's true. She riding the train. And this dude stomped the shit out of her on the fucking train. Hmm. The fuck is wrong with these people? How are you a man and you hitting this woman? Let alone an old woman. Yeah. See, it's funny when it's jokes, but when this shit gets real, that yeah. shit ain't, that ain't, it's, yeah, it ain't, yeah. it's not cool. And then the most disgusting part is these people are sitting there watching this thing. That could be your mom, your grandma's getting beat down on a subway. Why ain't nobody knocked this nigga out? Because they were too busy see, this to is on, where, get on, get on, get likes and shit, See, bruh. this is where what you said to me last week resonated even more. People don't move like me. And my creed and my, my, what I follow would not allow this shit to go on. Right. Kind of like me being mad at Umbaku going to the door and getting his bat snatched from him and getting hit while his whole family is back behind the door because this family is attacking him. This is your role. You are a man. You got a job to do. Right. In that situation on that train, I probably would have whooped that nigga's ass. You're not going to sit there and stump this lady out. You're not going to sit there and stump this lady. And my voice cracked. You're not going to sit there and stump this lady out with me on the train right. and act like nothing's going to happen. World star that nigga. No, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. Fuck out of here. That's real shit, man. Fuck. I told you, though. People people always. It's just now it's just like everybody want their 15 minutes, man. Now it's like 15 so, seconds, though. I've had I've had a scenario where this happened when I was in high school, like the 11th grade or something, mm -hmm. where this dude was fighting a woman. And I walked right past it and I didn't say nothing. And that has haunted me my whole life. It's like I never knew that. Well, I I'm I don't I'm not proud of it. Right, right. Because right. this dude was whooping it was a, it was classmates. So I didn't get involved because I was taking martial arts at the time and I was like, man, if I beat this guy, then I'ma get in trouble. But it would have been the right thing because no man should put his hands on a woman. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, it was it was shit's uh, getting a little out of control. Like when you showed the video, I was like, oh shit, that nigga like kicked the fuck out of her. Humans are trash, man. Humans are trash. I mean, but that's I mean, I hate saying it, but it's true. Like that's what society is like now. Like nobody wants to step in. Everybody wants to just be like, man, I gotta record this shit. I gotta record this. I gotta get my 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 views and all this other shit up. And it's like, damn, cuz like you really could have like. You really could have did something, man. You really could have helped somebody. Right? right. Who wants to help anybody these days? I, I guess the only crazy people like me. I don't think you're crazy for wanting to help Oh, you, you don't think I'm crazy? So you agree that <laughs> Us was a terrible movie? <laughs> I won't take it that far. Oh, damn it. Come on. I thought you had my back, man. I do got your you back. You got anything else? I told you I wanted to watch again. You got anything else? Uh-uh. I just, okay. You know me, man. I just bring it. I got three, one more thing. I got three stories. I'm kind of happy that I... uh allowed the Daniel Caesar clip to be in the last episode because that completely he was capable of that nigga last yeah no, and I got it like, how dare Dave Chappelle get oh. and I was like so can you pass can you pass me that plate right there yeah the one with the crow on it yeah I'm, I'm about to eat that there appreciate it mm. Mm. tastes like chicken uh Daniel Typ- Caesar typical place yo I know make sure there is I love you guys yo you guys are listening and I love you guys so much but this we're like talking Pause. What do you see in this video? <laughs> Meteor Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he does look like the Meteor Golden Man. Lords. Yeah. So we have <laughs> Daniel Caesar with his blonde hair. And then there's another guy in the background with his blonde hair looking over Daniel Caesar's shoulder. Um, I'm Golden sorry. Lords. I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle. He does look very gay. Talking about something serious, so I'm like, I don't want to talk about shows or like being, you know, like artist stuff. Why? As I don't know which black people are in here, but I want you guys to talk up right now. Why? Why do we? Why do why? Why are we being so mean to Jules? <laughs> why are we being so mean to white people right now? That's a serious question. Why is it that? We're allowed to be disrespectful and rude to everybody else. And when anybody returns any type of energy to us, that's not that's not a quality. I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. Mm. I just went through that that the fucking Chappelle shit and I had to like in the moment acknowledge that I was being fucking sensitive. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes. that I need to be able to take a joke just like everybody else. No. That's what it is. People are allowed to say what the fuck they want. And it's, I'm allowed to feel how I want, but it's like, am I going to fight them or am I going to accept what they have to say and keep it fucking moving? Mm. Why are, like, this doesn't, this is, I only treat people that I don't respect and don't think that they can take a joke. I think that they're less than me. Those are the only people that I, that I don't fucking say my honest opinion around. Mm. And that's disrespect. White people, have, I see what you're saying. White people haven't mean to us in the past. I have a, like... What are you going to do about that? Tell me what you're going to do about that. There's no there's no answer other than gaining understanding and keeping it moving. That's some biblical shit. Yo, bridging the gap, man. You have to bridge the gap. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm drunk soul. as fuck right now, okay? But I don't I don't care. That's not helping. I've seen it. Yo, I've I as as we are an independent company. Golden Child is an independent company. As an independent company, I me and, and my dogs, right here, 
we have the opportunity to empl employ black people. Mm -hmm. we, we put so much money in black people's pockets. But also, we put money in white people's pockets. That's just what it is. Yo, yeah, you guys are gonna... Yo. All I'm saying... You have a pure soul. Because your goal is love. All, all, I, want, all, I, all I want is love. I'm gonna keep it honest. And say what you guys want, but it's like... I truly believe in what I'm saying right now. I don't think that being that being sensitive to the point of not letting someone else say what they want around you. You can be fucking, you can be, you can be offended, that's fine. Tell them that they're a piece of shit, but it's like, to not allow people to say what they want doesn't help you. Mm. You have to look, yo, are we winning right now as a culture? Or, or like, are we on top of society? Mm. We're, we're not. And you can't, you can't win the game by choosing to not accept the winning team strategy. You have to acknowledge your strategy so and then say, build say a strategy on top of that. That will, that will, I am, look, I am black as fuck. I slept on a, far, a fucking park bench to get where I am right now. I was, I, I went through it. We don't like, like that we don't have, like that's not, being a victim doesn't get you paid. That's all I'm saying. And I just want us all to get paid. Tell me, yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me to shut up. I believe in what I'm saying. I believe in what I'm saying, and I'm drunk as fuck, and people are freaking out right now. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say what I say because, honestly, it's all rooted. I've said what I said before, and y'all tried to cancel me, and I, 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 I apologize like a bitch. And I'm believing that shit because I think you guys are wrong, and I think I'm right. And so I'm gonna say it, and you can cancel me. I'm gonna put. I'm yo. I'm making music right now. I'll put it out. You guys don't have to listen to it. Cancel me. Make me broke. You guys made me rich the last time, and I appreciate you guys for that. Don't listen to my next shit if you think I'm shit. Mm. Don't. I will. I will go. It's okay. I'll go back under a rock. I don't need this. I believe in what I'm saying right now. This should be case study one. This is case study one, man. We're make like. I'm, this is so irrational right now, but I don't care. Make me broke, make me suffer for my opinion. I believe in it. And like, I was seeing, yo, I was, I saw that shit. I, honestly, even the like, I'm gonna keep it real, the Joe shit, like, it like, it was, I was mad, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I was mad, the same way I was mad in the room with, with, with but it's like, say what you want. Golden Lord! So, for people who are kind of confused about why he kind of went on this soliloquy, it's because it was a socialite. Her name is Jess Jewel. She is a white woman mm -hmm. who was wearing a t-shirt that says niggas lie a lot. Wow. Um, now, she did apologize. I mean, she got drugged. Is this the same t-shirt that people got mad at her about? Mm -hmm. She tried She tried on some t-shirt and was like, can I wear this or something like that? Uh, I I'll look it up. I think so. So I, that's what I did. Oh. Um, she, now she tweeted. She she apologized mm -hmm. and she said, "Sorry if I offended anyone. That was never my intentions, guys. I was calling out someone who suggested that I wear this T-shirt he made. I clearly wouldn't wear it. This was uh, what the tweet meant." Mm. And Daniel Caesar found it um, appalling that <laughs> people got mad at her. Okay. And he found like he found he found he found it that he's he was he's just we're we're out of control. Mm. We're we shouldn't be getting upset about that, about what yet what yes jewels wanted to wear. I see. 
uh, you know, so we mm. we don't have any right to do that, mm. right? Even though she apologized, she I tweeted. Mean, she, she usually when people apologize is because they did something wrong, right? I mean, okay. but but he's put a lot of money in black people's pockets. That's cool. That doesn't negate what's going on. What is going on, Shogun? Uh, a bunch of bullshit. Fuck you, Daniel Caesar, and I'm sorry I wasted energy on you last week. You're now in the same sunken place that I put Jordan Peele in. I think the biggest thing is he was just like, cancel me, though. And I'm like... Yeah, that's arrogant, but they'll do it. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I, think I feel so? like he'll put out a fire-ass damn album and all is forgotten. Like, I've we never been in, a big fan of Daniel Caesar. His, his, I, I liked that his first, last... That first one? Yeah, it was, yeah right. it was good. I thought it was really good. But at the end of the day, I mean, shouldn't we be upset if somebody walk, a white person walk around and says niggas lie a lot? I, I would definitely be offended. But he said they could say what they want to say and then, okay, you say what you want to say and you just got to deal with the consequences. That's how it's We're always been. We're being real sensitive right now in these streets. Yeah. Right? right? Nah. How you feel about somebody saying doing some shit like that for real? Uh, he was capping. Ooh. Think so? I saw it. You saw the video. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Meteor Man too? I can't wait. Fuck that nigga. Um, I ain't got nothing else I want to talk about. I got like two quick hits. I got a bunch of quick hits. Cool. I'm glad you got shit. You ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for quick hits. Quick hits. UK schools are removing analog clocks from the exam rooms because kids can't read them. What are they doing in school? <laughs> They're beating each other up. Here's a Shogun special. Catholic, Catholic priest stabbed several times during live stream mass. That's the last. Nah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I just, uh, as it was coming out, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> People are unfollowing Dwayne The Rock Johnson after controversial Instagram posts where the United or I don't think it was there was a a military group in the United States posted a picture of a tank that they painted Dwayne The Rock Johnson's on the side of the tank. And The Rock retweeted it and gave some support for the military because this is a tank and people can't believe that he would be in support of these death machines. What about the troops? He's an international superstar. He can't what about the troops? No what about him? Fuck out of here. He's, America made him hot. I know. I'm saying. I, I say no, 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 no. I say he the can't. The outrage need to suck a dick. <laughs> or, wait, wait, wait. You want to see that tank coming down your street? You know who's stopping them other tanks from coming down your street? The Rock. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal becomes the new face of Papa John's following the ex-CEO's N-word scandal. What you think? I ain't got nothing else to say about Papa John's. You know it's done. I like their pizza. I ain't gonna say. Everybody else say it's trash. It's decent to me. Speaking of food. Very doughy. Speaking of food, Tyson is recalling 69,000 pounds of chicken strips that may have been contaminated with, with pieces of metal. They had rubber in the shit. <laughs> metal. Wood. The elements. <laughs> what are they doing? Like, just shut Tyson's Get chicken down. Get your chicken back. No, just, just stop it all. Mueller report finds no obstruction of justice, but Trump is not exonerated. R.I.P. to Battle Rapper Tech Nine. May you rest in peace. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing. The oh. cast of In Living Color is to re- they're going to reunite for the 25th anniversary Trifecta Film Festival. That'd be dope. That is amazing. That would be. Dope. I would. I want to be there for that. Um, Google announced a new video game console last week, and it is called the Stadia. If you want to hear me talk about that, I was on Nerd Plate last, last week. week. That's N-E-R-D plate. You can find them on Instagram, iTunes, you Google Play. There. Yeah, I was. 
Cam Newton says he's giving up sex for a month to become mentally stronger. I should be smart as fuck. You. <laughs> Genius level. You know what? We can't be smart because we got fucked by us. <laughs> Speaking of getting fucked, R. Kelly asked for permission to perform in Dubai and meet with the royal family. Should he be able to go? <laughs> Do they have any daughters? <laughs> the family uh yeah why you want to meet the whole family <laughs> no along with other r kelly news his r ex- kelly trying to get some money his ex-wife andrea kelly is going to join the cast of growing up hip-hop are we there for that wait she's a, his wife his ex-wife his ex-wife is joining the cast no, growing, growing up, up <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story <laughs> you gotta be <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Really? How old is she? <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Cardi B tra- uh, trademarks her famous catchphrase. There you go, girl. Get your bag. I guess. Who, who else is saying it? <laughs> what happens when they say it? Do they have to pay her? Yeah. <laughs> Carson lost his case. <laughs> you can't get paid. You can't patent a dance. You can't patent a phrase. Fuck out of here. She gonna trademark it, and for my final shit, quick- trademark hustle everything. That's mine. Anybody else ever say that? You gotta pay me. You're tra- tra- hustle everything. Goddamn it! And for my final quick hits, mother accused of pepper spraying her children to force them to perform for YouTube videos. All right, everybody. That was the, <laughs> that was the episode of Government Bike. Are you fucking serious? YouTube video. <laughs> I think I was it a white family? Yes. I did see a video about this, but I didn't did click you see on it. Pepper spray no. Why would you pepper spray your kids? She needs them to perform. Thank God. It worked for Joe Jackson. Thank God for people like Joe Jackson didn't pepper spray. He beat the hell out of her, but she's white. So <laughs> thank God for people like Danny. Danny, you are now Dennis. Outst- Dennis is an outstanding Samaritan who took in those kids. Terrible. But I saw a, a documentary about Michael Jackson last week. I didn't know he really did have reverberligo. Yeah, that disease where he, he lost the pigmentation. How in his you know skin. he really had it? That they showed right? pictures of it actually of him with the skin oh. that was you know different colors. So what he was doing before time, he was covering it up with makeup, and as it progressed and progressed, he was just like, "Well, can we just bleach it to get rid of you know?" He said he didn't bleach it, but they just got the skin to merge and like blend the colors and all. Hmm. And so I didn't know he really had that disease. I thought he just didn't like his I didn't skin. Either. But he did it because he got tired of covering it up with makeup. Hmm. And he said he was proud to be a black man. He just got tired of going through the hours and hours of makeup. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. But What was the name of this documentary? I don't remember. Something about Michael Jackson. There you go. That's the name of it. Something about Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's a better name than us. Oh, you know, this is a deep agor story about the U.S., oh, but we're not really going to talk about the U.S. Mercy. We're just going to talk about the, the tethers and the people tethered to the man. Fuck out of here. That movie's shit. All right, guys, you have just went through another episode of the Governor Podcast. Uh, we enjoyed making this for you. Yep, Hope yep, you yep, enjoy yep, listening yep, to yep. it. Listening. In it. We were really off today. Yeah. We were all. It's this new equipment. The chakras yeah, are all yeah. fucked It's up. the new equipment. So, if you get and it. And I released most of my anger and energy last night at watching us and arguing after the movie. So, I didn't have all my points today. Mm. I should have went on a rant, but eh, I don't feel it. Of course, we weren't. Yeah, we was just off. Yeah, so, we was off. Appreciate y'all listening. Catch you next week. We out.
BYK Radio.